When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's episode of Glue Guys, we're going to break down the Celtics Nets game. Uh, ben Simmons, does he need to score points? We will analyze that here on this very podcast. The Glue Guys, a Brooklyn Nets podcast. Get out of it. Welcome back to the Glue Guys. This is Mike here. Say hello, Brian. Hello. Check us out on Twitter at BKGlueGuys, NetsDaily.com, <laughs> The Athletic. Get yourself on the paywall at TheAthletic.com slash GlueGuys, a subsidiary of the New York Times company, Brian. Michael. Um, we have a fast 20-minute pod. This is a special episode on Friday. <laughs> uh, we are going to talk exclusively about Celtics Nets. Oh. Exclusively. Okay. Um did you watch the game? I did. I watched it. Ask. Okay. Watch it on stream. <laughs> Discord.gg slash good guys. I don't know. If you guys don't know about the dirty stream, you don't know. And that's because you're not on the Discord, so you don't know. Before I get to Ben Simmons, uh, the fact that he doesn't score points, but um, I don't want to tip my hand about how I feel about Ben. How did you feel about the game? Well, give me the Brian grading system. I mean, if we're grading just the first three quarters, you know, that's going to be a different grade than if you do the whole game, which normally <laughs> people try to do the whole game, but it, I'm just going to do the first three quarters. And in that case, you know, it's like a B plus A minus territory. It's, now, weird. it's a weird game because partly because of the winning streak, but we haven't had a game like this where it's actually felt good all throughout. And then it just kind of falls off at the end where typically what we have going on is that like even earlier in the season when the Nets lose a game, it's because they have a terrible first quarter or terrible third quarter the Nets had a bad fourth quarter which really uh stunk and and my i i know we did we disconnect on zoom we did a little bit that's okay yeah yeah. could you hear me that whole time Uh, no that's okay we'll 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 work with it yeah it's fine yeah um so what i saw i am mostly positive about the game i understand the Nets lost by 11 points i understand that um it looked ugly in terms of offensive output by the end um, but what I saw was a team that was competing at a high level. I know mm. Kyrie was nine for 24, um, but I still, you know, I ultimately am not going to be too judgmental of Kyrie in these moments because he's the guy. He's it. Well, and also even to add to that, like I think in the first, I mean, the first half, let's even just dissect it even further. Um, <clears throat> I think Kyrie is on some level. He's savvy enough to be conscious that like if he just comes out and is like pure hero ball in the first half of that game, people are going to be um, a little alarmed potentially about his feeling like, okay, now it's just my team. I got to rest control this whole thing and I'm just scoring all the points. And, um, you know, per the, you know, Reggie Miller and everything we, we, they were talking about before and, and during that portion of the game, um, how it's so important to get the role players involved during this period of time where Katie is out. Uh, and we like really did that. I mean, Royce was looking great. Joe Harris was hitting. Seth Curry was 
good. Um, and then we saw bad Seth Curry not, not long after, but, um, for that period of time, like he leaned into that, that part of the role. And I think it was, it was optically looking really good for that period of time. And, and, and I could, so I look at Nick Claxton, he only had nine points and, and Claxton's obviously dependent on someone else getting him those points. And I would like to be critical and say, Clax, if, if, you know, KD's out, you need to shoulder a little bit more of the scoring load before even going to Ben Simmons. I, what I actually don't want is what happened under Steve Nash. What happened under Steve Nash is if like a guy was out, guys were shifted into roles they were unprepared to do. It, the entire fabric of the team was constantly changing when guys were out. Where it, last night, at least it felt like, okay, Kyrie's going to shoot the ball a bunch. Again, nine for 24. I, I think we should point out Jason Tatum was seven for 22. Yeah. And they didn't have Jalen Brown. And I think it's informative to think about because no one's thinking about like Jason Tatum had a bad game because they won. He had five assists and 11 rebounds because he can impact a game in a different way than Kyrie can. Mm -hmm. But if the Celtics had lost, we'd all be like, is Jason Tatum that good? Like, you know, like, oh, he only shot seven for 22. And Kyrie shot, let's say, 11 for 24. And that's the difference in the game on some level. Um, I actually want the team to try to maintain some level of what they were with with like I don't want them thrusting Seth Curry into shooting the ball yeah. 15 times a game. That's what I mean. Well, I don't want to push these role players into star category. <laughs> DJ Warren seemed primed to take on. He's like, oh, you want <laughs> you want a, a a low rent version of KD? You got it. Like here I am. Um, I, I think it's <laughs> one of those situations where a guy gets hot early and yeah. it kind of harms the rest of the game because he was like, wasn't he like six for eight to start and mm -hmm. then it was. He just kept putting up hot heat check shots. Yeah. And and that's kind of what killed the offense. You know, I put out a tweet. No big deal. At BK Glue Guys on Twitter. <laughs> no big I deal. I was like, the man I was put like, out a tweet and he's saying it's no big deal. He tweeted no deal. for God's sakes. No big deal. Just a tweet. You know, not even 240 characters. I yeah. kept it, kept kept it the, slim. Nice. Old school. Smart. Um, where I was like, I love the effort in the game. And uh, unfortunately, the non-Kyrie players didn't put up buckets, you know, late third quarter, early fourth. And people were like, Kyrie shot one guy. So this is not a Greek chorus. It's literally mm -hmm. one human, maybe not even a human, said Kyrie shot nine for 24. What are you talking about that everyone else didn't shoot well? I was like, I don't know. I watched the game. Like, we stopped scoring. Yeah. I mean, the fourth the quarter end. was really yeah. bad. It was really painful. And, um, <clears throat> quick break coming back. Because uh, this is a short episode. Quick oh, break okay. coming back. Ben Simmons. Love it. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And we're back, Brian. Yeah. There's a big debate. Okay. Because the Nets lost, we have to criticize everything that happened. Right. Ben Simmons played 26 minutes, scored zero points. He put up three shots, did not get to the free throw line. He then, but in those 26 minutes, dished out 13 assists and was the only net in a positive plus minus by the end of the game, mm. plus 10. Um, which, you know, I only say plus minus when it bolsters my argument and I disregard it when it doesn't do anything for my right. argument. People were mad. People were mad. People yeah. were mad at Ben Simmons, mad at baby Ben, big baby Ben for, for not being enough of a score. Hey, Kevin, Kevin Durant's out. You yeah. Ben, you Ben, Ben, you need to step up. 
You need to be more aggressive. I will say this, Brian. Yeah. I think Ben played the best of any net in that game. Well, he was the most impactful <clears throat> net. His assist, he is so gifted. I want to talk to like Joe Harris and Royce O'Neal and Seth Curry, the shooters, about receiving a pass from Ben Simmons versus like any other player. Because some, something happens when he passes a ball. It arrives in the hands of the shooters in almost the perfect spot. So they like you can tell him and Joe are there's something that's developing. Yeah. Like he found Joe Harris and Joe had his best game of recent memory with the 18 points, four for seven from three point line. Ben is insanely gifted at delivering passes uh, to shooters. It, uh, I I loved why I, I lo- I'm sorry. I, I, I love what I got from Ben. Simmons. Yeah, it is kind of I an apologize. interesting sort of like part of his game that's that seems to be like uh, growing and getting better over time but like the passes are getting zippier and also more experimental in nature and it's like if you like watching him in the first um couple of months of the season it was just like these were a lot of them drop off passes a lot of them sort of like now he's kind of getting into those nooks and crannies in a different way and also like part of like kind of bang bang plays where he's trying to make like a pass like right after someone passes it to him then he's sort of like closer to the rim and so it's just getting like yes. more clever and better and uh, more confident in general i will say when people say like does ben is it okay that ben scores zero points and i'm going to say definitively no but not for the reason <laughs> you think <laughs> not for the reason you think because i actually don't think it like fundamentally matters but it does matter to the the whole ecosystem of how you know the media works and how people talk about basketball, he has to at least score three points. That's that's sort of how I think about it. In order for him to avoid being <laughs> on the front page or the back page of the of the New York Post, I'm reminded of um, Bill Burr has this thing about how he goes on these like like long calls with media executive people or whatever. And there's always like this one guy at the end of the call who like hasn't spoken the entire time, but knows that he needs to say at least one thing during the call, but it's already kind of wrapping up. So he just kind of like spits out some stuff that's already been talked about, like ad nauseum over the course of the 45 minute call. That's sort of how I felt about Ben Simmons. Like towards the end of the game, he was like, shit, I got to get some points on the board. (laughs) So he was like starting to actually do the driving thing a little bit more um, because he knows that like the, it doesn't really matter if it gets two points or zero points. Like, I mean, it does if it's, you know, in the grand scheme of things to the extent that it does. Right. (laughs) Right. But like, um, yeah, but in order to avoid being just like picked apart, by everybody on Twitter and in the media, like it is important that he doesn't have zero points. It's so, yeah, just visually, it's so dramatically different. Yeah. It's like when you list a home for 4.995 mm-hmm. as opposed yeah. to 5.1, 5, 5. Yeah. right? Yeah, it's just is. this is the 99 get, cents of, of basketball right here. Yeah. On Redfin, you're going to get way more people through the door because they've set their bar at 5 million. That, that's kind of land I'm living in, by the right. way. You know, Chick Fil A for breakfast and five million dollar homes. Living the dream. Uh, living the, honestly, American yeah. dream. Um, Benson, like it is dramatically different, and, and it becomes a talking. It's easy to say, and I'm sure it's on first take. I haven't watched first take today, but Ben Simmons scores nothing, and, yeah. and then you know, like, what is he choking and blah blah blah. It's, and I honestly watch it. I thought he was so impactful during the game when you talk about the nooks and crannies. Like he's beginning to take advantage of the defenders who just don't guard him. Mm-hmm. Besides, like when he's within a foot of the basket, because he'll just dribble as close to the basket as possible and turn around and throw it to a shooter. Yeah, and or you know he had that amazing what was it the amazing pass? It was like a half court pass, bounce pass. Uh, yep. I forget who scored the bucket. It was, was Kyrie. Re- yeah, I don't know. I it, would, say it, it was Royce someone, or something. Yeah. It could not have been Kyrie. Kyrie would not have been all the way down on the floor. Maybe it was Royce. Yeah, it was someone who hustled um, to be all the way down there. Shots fired. Catching strays. 
<laughs> no, Kyrie's so dedicated to defense, Brian. Yeah, got it. He's still on the defensive end of the floor. Got it, got it, got it. I don't know. I guess I come away from the game uh, buoyed. Uh, just because wow, I, Mike buoyed. Always buoyed. I, I'm a little buoyed because, yeah. you know, the Celtics, I know they didn't have Jalen Brown. Who's better, Jalen Brown or Kevin Durant? Who's more impactful? No one actually have had, has, has, has anyone ever that said argument. that? Yeah. yeah. I'm just imagining. <laughs> yeah. Just like three people on Celtics Twitter. Yeah. The Celtics are a very good team. Very good team. Quite and, good, you know, good. they have, they are, they're actually not as deep as I remember. I mean, I know when they have Jalen Brown, it kind of like, it fills out the Grant Williams, Robert Williams. Horford didn't play either. So, like, if Horford's playing, Jalen Brown's playing, they're a deeper team. There was a lot of Peyton Pritchard and, uh, I can't stand that guy. Yeah. Uh, I just, he just bothers me. I mean, pretty much anyone who picks someone up at a half court just bothers me, unless they're on the team right. I root for. Right. Um, Malcolm Brogdon, we've talked about this. I mean, like, that's such a difference maker, like TJ Warren is off the bench. Um, the fact that the Celtics can pull him off, I just, I don't know. I felt, you know, yeah, I wish Claxton, I, I, I think if I would make adjustments, it's like, hey, let's maybe think about, a couple more pick and rolls with Claxton, Kyrie. Let's let's sprinkle that in a little bit more because, like, if Clax can score fifteen a game, you know, then we're going to inch and closer to what we need for a scoring perspective. Um, I thought defensively they were pretty good, considering that they didn't have Kevin Durant, who's either the first or second best defender on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would like, I want, I want more Ben Simmons. <clears throat> Twenty six minutes. He didn't play because of the the end of the game. Like they just don't. Sometimes they just don't play him. Yeah, at the end of the game, and they wanted Claxton out there, and they're still unclear in clutch time to do it. People were uh, pretty excited about a, a lineup of Seth, yeah, Joe Harris. They really like Seth, the, Joe the Ben Harris, Simmons ben at four Simmons. shooters. That was the people. People were over the moon yeah. about that. Is this is disrespectful? Oh, is okay. Yuta Watanabe a shooter? What? That is disrespectful. Is he a shooter? Uh, I know he's the. I know he has the highest catch and shoot. You're, you're in a in state NBA. of disbelief. You're not. You're not <laughs> buying this stat. I don't know if he's a shooter. Like he is capable, but Which I don't I'm, think he's. Think I don't think this. he scares a single team. Even if he's shooting fifty three percent on catch and shoot threes, he was shooting seventy percent. I think from the corner. Yeah. At one point of this season, it's there's a difference between him and Seth Curry. And Joe hmm, Harris. That's interesting. Go into. Can you elaborate on that? I'm. I'm. I'm not saying I, I disagree yet. I might, but I want to hear more. Yuta is an opportunity. <clears throat> he's not a negative. Obviously, he's not a negative. Statistically, he's fantastic as a shooter. But he is an opportunistic. If he's wide open, he catch and shoots the ball. Okay. He's a very good chance of shooting in. But that's a different defensive situation than like Seth Curry and Joe Harris, who. Are Got threatening it. with the ball around the three point line, no matter what's happening, whether they're open, whether they have a man on them. Kyrie obviously is the same way. Cameron Durant is the same way. When I think of shooters, shooting threats, I mm. think of more of guys who are threatening <laughs> as shooters. Mm. Where Yuta, a dear sweet friend of the show, um, I don't know. I, I guess I just don't see defenses reacting the same way to him as they do Joe Harris and Seth Curry 
even Patty Mills when he's in there. Do you, am I am I off my skis here? No, I think I, there's something to it. Me, I, hey, I'm not buddy, sure. Tell me if I'm off my skis. <laughs> I'm not I'm sure like, if I totally. I think I see what you're saying. I think, but here's what I ultimately is underlying this whole thing is that you're still dubious that Yuta Watanabe is a 52 or three percent whatever free, uh, three point shooter. You're pretty dubious of that fact. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I guess I'm in the Chandler Parsons. Uh, did it. you see what Chandler Chandler Parsons said about Yuna? <laughs> no, I don't. I, th- I thought you were just kind of like you know comparing those two players, which is interesting. But anyways, yeah, what, what do you say? Actually, that is kind of yeah. interesting. Um, Chandler Parsons is on the FanDuel TV show that Eddie Gonzalez is, uh, yeah. and Michelle Beadle and Sham Sharani are friend of the show. A lot of friends of the show on that yeah, show. Tons. Um, I guess Eddie, I kind of bodied on social media. I forget. I forget what exactly happened, but. Um, <laughs> um they asked whether you i guess eddie likes to bring up yuda wantanabe and he's like should yuda be in the three-point competition and chandler parts was like hell no that guy's gonna be like quivering in his boots Mm. being in that spotlight shooting threes and it felt a little harsh that is a a little harsh from chandler (laughs) parsons like out out of nowhere a nice wealthy nba career but not exactly a guy who I don't know. Was, it's, who, so, you know what it sounds well, like to me? How many Chandler Parsons clutch moments has Yeah, I'm just saying it sounds like a lot of projection to me. That sounds like oh, a bunch nice. of projection, you know? If you're talking about somebody, oftentimes you're talking about some somebody else, Mike. If I got a finger pointed at you, I got a thumb pointed right back at me, you know? I So there. this is to change topics a little bit. Oh, please. But Woj was on ESPN on NBA Countdown, and he predicted that the Nets, like a lot of other contenders – are going to be buyers and that they're going to be active. Is that news? Is it news that uh, the number two seed in the East is going to be active in the trade market? Like what else? Are, what is Sean Marcel supposed to say that like, we're not going to do anything. The Nets yeah. aren't going to do anything. That was one of the, <laughs> there's a funny like uh interview with uh, Nick Claxton that somebody was talking about in the discord where they asked them like what do you guys think like what do you think the Nets are gonna they're asking Nick Claxton what do you think the Nets are gonna do with the trade deadline and he's like I you know like what is he gonna say like yeah we're gonna trade Cam Thomas in like a second round or <laughs> like what for like we're, we're going after Alec Burks or whatever it is like <laughs> how hilarious if, it, if he like really broke down yeah. like you know we have early bird rights for Cam Thomas <laughs> but that's a value for another team so we should trade him plus our second round pick in 2027 yeah um, it's like, yeah, he's like I, I like the team we're we're, we're enjoying yeah, he, we're enjoying the success but if you ask kevin durant kevin durant be like yeah. do you see who i play with yeah i play with royce o'neill and <laughs> utah watanabe Roasted. um i miss kev i miss durant all so much already yeah so much of this season has been the enjoyment of this season has been that kevin durant is who he is as electric as he is um Obviously, the the Nets had lost to the Celtics in the first game in like early December. Everyone was looking forward to that one game. You know, I would have loved if Jalen Brown and Kevin Durant were both out there to see what that would be like. There's two more Nets Celtics matchups to come. Um, we had talked about we, you know, me. I love the schedule. I you love did. to absolutely you really dive love into the schedule. The, I love to dive in. Um, they play Sunday at 6 p.m. against the Thunder. I love those 6 p.m. tips during football because no one pays attention. Yeah. Um, we I asked you this last episode. Mm-hmm. We did our breaking news, Kevin Durant's MCL. He's got some dogs yeah. in his MCL episode with yep. Dr. Patel. We said like five and five. I mean, I, I think the, the idea is that Kevin Durant's going to be out a month 
as opposed to two weeks. And we had we had kind of talked about that with Dr. Patel too, that like it'd be surprising if two weeks was the timeline. Um, let's say 500 ball until Kevin comes back. Do you still feel confident in that after what you saw last night? Yeah. Or do you? F- I feel more confident in that than I thought, oh, than I think I was. Because I just feel like, you know, there wasn't a ton to explain why we just like fell off a cliff um, at, in the fourth quarter. I mean, outside of just like, just having really lame, you know, shooting quarter out of nowhere. I mean, we were, we were having, it was a regression to the mean at a really bad time, you know, during winning time. You don't want to see that. Yeah, it got clunk. I mean, it kind of, unfortunately, it got back to watching Kyrie do stuff offensively. Yeah. And again, love Kyrie. But it Great didn't, guy. But it didn't start with that. You know, it was like no, we did we did five no. minutes of people clanking and then it was like, all right, I guess let's let's at least we gotta do something here. So in those instances, like I don't I don't hate the you know, that we have that sort of like pull the pull the parachute situation if it's working, but then that wasn't working either, and what are you gonna do? You know? All right, well, coming up, we got that Thunder game, and then it's a five-game road trip out west, San Antonio, Phoenix, Utah, Golden State, the back east coast against the 76ers. Um, A lot of nets on national TV coming up without Kevin Durant. I know know the NBA freaking loves that. Um, You know, as as odd as this sounds, these, like the, the Thunder, Spurs, Suns, and Jazz, even though the Jazz are playing pretty well ultimately though that's a cushy that's a cushy bit mm-hmm. to kind of get through the season these these next few games it's going to be telling if they beat those teams if like they don't then we're gonna freaking panic and i'm gonna lose my mind yeah because the thunder are sneaky tough and the spurs aren't but obviously the jazz are competitive and the suns have the pedigree uh you know i just i just want to i'm i'm cautiously optimistic I love that. I love that for us. Mike, where do they find us? We got a tight, we did a tight 20 here. Tight 20. Find us on Twitter at BK Glue Guys. Go to the Discord. Discord.gg slash Glue Guys, subsidiary of yeah. Discord. Um, and, right. you know, we're, we're on the YouTubes. So check us out on YouTube. Um, if you're not, I mean, to me, like the YouTube is the great thing to kind of put in the background of your work yeah. while it's happening because you can see sort of my eyes roll in the back of my head as Brian's talking. Yeah. Like I'm just like a cyborg waiting to speak again. Yep, yep. It's great. It's great. It's great watching. Great viewing for your pleasure. All right, guys, we're out of here. See you next time on the Glue Guys. Say goodbye, Mike. Bye.